0: Back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network, and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. I'm Thomas Welch. And today we got a, we got another little variety hour episode. Nothing uh nothing too big in any major sport right now, so we're not gonna focus on anything for the full twenty minutes. But we're gonna bounce around between a few smaller topics and see where the see where the conversation takes us. Uh. First things first, I think, Tom, are you excited about the NFL draft tonight?
1: I'm I'm so stoked about the NFL draft because this is – any time a draft happens, it's cool because you get to, like, talk to your friends, like, before it happens and be like, well, I think this guy's really good, but not a lot of people are – not a lot of people are high on him, but I'm really high on him. So then if it pans out that he is good, you get to, like, show it in everybody's face and you're like, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. That's so that's why that, that's you. why I love it. for you tonight? Uh, oh, God. Um – I think a lot of people are high on him. I did a little bit of researching last night, um, but I think Isaiah Simmons, linebacker, is absolutely insane. So he's got he's got he's six four, right? Weighs like two forty, runs a four three nine forty as a linebacker, and his arms are thirty three inches long. Damn. So he's just like a freaking like, slender man on wheels <laughs> coming after you. And once you're wrapped up, you're not getting away. It's like an anaconda. So that's my, uh, yeah. I think I think he's projected to go in the top 10, probably, maybe top 5. I'm
0: looking at, I'm looking at a, here's a combination of 111 different mock drafts. So first overall, 100% of them have Joe Burrow going first overall. Uh, not, not surprised there
1: is it going to be to
0: the Bengals or is it going to be to the Dolphins? None of them have them. Tra- none of the projections has have uh, the Bengals trading down. See, a lot of people also
1: didn't have Baker Mayfield last year though,
0: so That's true. That's You never know. You never know. Number 2, uh Washington, 96.4% of mock drafts predict Chase Young 1.8 predict the trade down and 0.9 uh think they're going to take Tua,
1: which would be interesting. I don't think so. I think the Redskins. Can, the can Lions
0: some D. have a twenty-three point four percent prediction of trading down, which I'm not surprised. I know news came out today that they were definitely looking to do that. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised by that either. And then let's see, the Giants are, are looking like are, are projected to take an offensive tackle, and then the Dolphins thirty-eight point seven percent chance of picking up Tua and an eighteen percent chance of trading up. Have you seen I can see that? What Tua Tua's full name is? Oh, <laughs> what is it? I'm gonna find it. Hold on. Um, it's it's something. It's something fancy. Uh, it's Tagovailoa is like his full. Okay, here we go. Tua, t- <clears throat> oh, that's my sleeper actually. Tua, my sleeper uh, pick is. Uh, you, go ahead, and then I'll pr- try to pronounce this name.
1: <laughs> okay, my sleeper pick is uh, Henry Ruggs the Third. I think they've got him as the number 3, the number 3 projected uh receiver, but I think he should be number 1 for sure. Cuz a lot of people like CD Lamb because of his size, but I think Henry Ruggs, like watching film on him, he reminds me a lot of Tyreek Hill.
0: Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I think that there's a lot of a lot of skill players uh early in this early projected early in this draft like that we haven't seen in in, in years past. There's a lot of room for for some jumps especially with the uh the qu- quarantine that's been happening you know less time to evaluate these guys so I, uh... it'll be interesting all right tommy i sent i sent tua's full name in the group chat i'd like you to try to pronounce it and then I'm gonna... oh my god and i'm gonna find an actual pronunciation you think you think you got it oh my god
1: Nigga <laughs> That's my best <laughs> That's my best interpretation Yeah so his first name is like right?
0: T-U-A Tua And then you got N-I-G-A M-A-N-U-O-L E-P-O-L-A What the heck Okay let's see if we can find a pronunciation Full name pronunciation Here we go I looked it up on YouTube uh, it's
1: like somebody talking with a mouthful of grapes.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh, here we go. Is this just his, um, yeah, this isn't even, I found out how to pronounce video, it but it's just on his last name. People haven't even begun to, to, to try to tackle that first name. I don't even want to open that door, yeah. No, yeah, That's they're just leaving that closed, like,
1: oh, yeah, it's it's Tua, De- definitely, Tua. Ash, uh, where do you want to see your uh, your Maryland boys go? My Maryland boys. Um,
0: yeah. I'd like to see. So you got Antoine Brooks, who's uh, who plays in the secondary. Um, he's a the nicest guy I've ever. I've met him a few times because my girlfriend works for the football team, and she and she oh, said so um, low key flex. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she she always would say that a lot of the players were mean, but Antoine Brooks was like the nicest guy around, like twenty four seven. Uh, he was always like sticking up for his teammates. Like the, the seniors would be would be giving the freshmen shit and like hiding their helmets and stuff. And and Antoine was always like there helping him out, like you know giving him a helmet to use or whatever, helping him feel like they belong and stuff like that. So from all accounts and not only and besides like just meeting him, I can tell he's like a super nice stand up dude. Um, that being said, he's also a, a sick athlete. He's he was our uh, probably our best. Player this year all around. I mean, played in our mm-hmm. secondary, and we didn't win a whole lot of games. But when we did, it was him making plays. He's a he's a really smart player out there. Um, I'm I'm hoping uh, he stays local in Maryland. I hope he goes to like Baltimore or Washington, just because I know that a lot of those guys uh, that play for Maryland uh, grew up in the area. That, so I would love to see that. But I mean, hey, I, I wouldn't mind him going to the Patriots or something like that. That'd be pretty funny. Uh, but hey, honestly, I I want him to go somewhere where he, he's gonna get playing time. Same thing that goes with all of them. Uh, That's fair. We don't have a, we don't have a whole lot of like elite talent this year. We got a couple of fifth, sixth, seventh round projected guys. Um, so I, I just like to see them go somewhere
1: where they're actually gonna play and I can be like, hey, I uh, went to school with that guy. Right, yeah. Yeah. You can like toward foreign kind of. I think Mizzou's highest touted athlete is Jordan Elliott, who's suspected to go in the second round. I think. I think. Yeah, second round somewhere. He's like 67th on CBS's draft board. So somewhere in the second round. But yeah, I think that would be cool. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just, I think the age old question for drafts in general is like if, so you're an athlete, right? Put yourself in an athlete's shoes. Oh, yeah, would you I'm rather an athlete. be. I'm an athlete. Like, yeah, let's just go with that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying you're you're in the NFL I... draft, right? So you're Joe Burrows. Would you rather be the first overall pick or would you rather like people sleep on you? and be like all pissed off because you're not getting the recognition you deserve, but go to a team in the first round that's actually structured for success? Um,
0: I mean, I think... Ooh, you see, me personally... You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I've always, um, you know, it sounds... Personally, like I've always desired winning over personal success because I'm a very competitive person but i feel like on the grand on the grand stage and all that it would be pretty cool to be like a first overall pick and try to bring your team up from the up from the gulag from the gulag what a line from the gulag i don't know man i think that's tough i mean i think it's difficult they're... though especially in the nfl well yeah cuz i feel like the nfl there's a lot more well, i feel like the nba is probably the most top heavy in terms of drafts cuz there's only two rounds yeah, um, you know NHL. I feel like NHL.
1: I feel like it's different. They've got the because, system, so it's not as like right. So you can get it's drafted, not as much like, capital in a first round
0: draft. You get drafted like in the top five, and then just not even touch the NHL for two, three, four years, and like that's totally yeah. fine. Like that's expected. So it's it's weird. I think the NHL is one of the, one of the hardest to evaluate prospects. Um, after once they're in your system, and we I think we know all know that fans of teams will completely overvalue their prospects, like a thousand times out of a thousand you know not every guy is going to be like a first line superstar so it's, it's definitely tougher and like i feel like the pressure is not as high but like or not as not not necessarily not as high but like it, it's a lot easier for like a top 10 nhl pick to fade into obsc- obscurity than it is in a lot of other sports like i feel like in the nfl you know you, you drafted high overall you have those expectations so I mean it, it definitely depends on on where you get drafted but it's it's hard in the NFL to do a singular player to carry your team to success.
1: So Exactly. I mean I, you um, even just look at even look at like Baker Mayfield and like he had a great rookie year but the next year he kind of struggled because he didn't have he didn't have really like the supporting cast and I mean a lot of people hyped up the Cleveland Browns and thought that they were going to be good but that o-line just didn't give him enough time to do what he needed to do I thought the browns were you going
0: know sick this year dude i thought they were gonna be so good this year, or last year or this year no, well this this past year when when everyone yeah. was you know everyone was hyping them up yeah no i did too i was, I was all in the bandwagon their dominant receiving core baker mayfield i'm like okay this is gonna be a fun young team and the browns are gonna stop being a meme but then the browns decided to out brown themselves and just
1: have that team completely blow up in in their face it was pretty funny when you're when uh one of your starting offensive linemen is Greg Robinson, it's gonna be it's gonna be a rough time. <laughs> know that from being a Rams fan for a couple of years. Or, See, or, yeah, a couple heard, of years, I'm most of my even, life. I've never even heard of that guy. That's How you know it's bad? Um, yeah, he got drafted second overall by the Rams in I forget what draft, but they drafted him as like a project because he was like a big body and would like pancake people, but his footwork is so bad. People just oh, like beat him with speed. Yeah, I know, e. I know. Actually, I know exactly what you're talking about. I saw like a piece on how bad he is. Yeah. yeah. Like it was like one of the biggest
0: draft busts of yeah, all yeah, time. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, No, I, yep. I know exactly what you're, exactly you're talking <laughs> about. All right, let's take a quick pause. and Then we'll get back into some more, some more sports stuff. All right, Tommy, one thing that's inter- interesting to me about the NFL draft is, you know, casual NFL fans and, you know, not to, like, call anyone out, but I feel like when you watch NFL games, you know the the quarterbacks, the receivers, the running backs, and then, like, maybe some big guys on defense, but for the most part, you know the skill players, but I feel like every NFL draft, it's, like, the primary focus is on linemen, and that's kind of funny, it's, like, you know, I feel like the NFL draft it would be almost a little bit harder to pull in, like, the casual fan just because you're, you're expecting, like, these super big names to go. And then, you know, top, you look at the, the projections. And, a lot, you know, this year, the, the top ten is filled with, like, offensive linemen, which I think is kind of funny because those aren't those are the guys that are selling jerseys and stuff. But like you just said, those are the guys that are so crucial to developing a winning team.
1: It really is. I think that I honestly, like... I think uh, oh my God, didn't, I think Bruno talked about that as like the offensive yeah. line and the defensive line is kind of like the genesis of like uh, the offense and the defense right? like it's kind of what you build your offense around because you can have like we were talking about Baker Mayfield you know like a highly offensive talented offense, but he doesn't have an offensive line so he can't even get them the ball to his playmakers you know. So mm. it's That's kind of, it's kind of the structure and the foundation of what you have to build on.
0: Yeah, I saw Joe Burrow tweeted out about an hour hour and a half ago. Nobody's allowed to make fun of me tonight. None of the barber shops oh, yeah. are open, which I think is. pretty funny. <laughs> it's gonna be funny to see what these guys are looking like. You know, normally you see the them walking up on stage like in their in their multi thousand dollar suits and you know their their well trimmed, well kept haircuts. Spidey yeah, shoes, and then yeah. it's gonna like it's gonna like pan to like joe Bernard, sitting, sitting oh that'd be so yeah, funny sitting in his basement he's got like a sport jacket on smoking a like, cigar right he's just the <laughs> boxers down below nobody knows <laughs> no, oh that'd be no so funny call and then like the audio doesn't work at first oh yeah it's gonna be a blast that's that's what i'm okay. most excited about is like how long before there's like a, a devastating technical uh issue because if it i mean it's live and it, is it officially with zoom is that is that confirmed
1: yeah, oh, Goodell's uh, airing the whole thing from his basement or something, isn't he? I know, but like, how are like,
0: how is this happening? Like, how are how are picks being made? How are how are interviews? I I
1: thought that they were on Zoom. I don't like, know. They like, they, they very oh, well. Here be. we go. Here we go. Here some here. kind of some kind of uh I found it some kind of video idea. thing.
0: Um, uh, there's nothing like official,
1: no official words, So we'll see. Um. I'm excited to see. Uh, we can we can count how many uh, moms they put on camera that are crying and hugging their boys.
0: <laughs> well, because I feel like most. <laughs> that's always. Fun. I feel like most of them are going to be like they're going to pan to a couch and it's going to be like the, the the boys sitting there with their mom right next to them I, Yeah. Um, like like the both sitting on a couch. And you can't really have that escape of like walking up to the stage. It's like you got to do your do your draft interview with your mom on your shoulder. Nothing against moms. Moms are amazing. Um, but I feel like that's just going to be funny to see for sure. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. I think there's gonna be some good technical. We should make a bingo card, Tommy. Being oh, I'm down. Or, or, I can do or, that. Or like a drinking game, or a combination of both. Yeah. You know, every uh, every technical every technical
1: error error. Take a sip. Every time, uh, <laughs> every every time. Uh, what was it? Oh, what was it? Was that? Did that happen with Greg Robinson? I think it was when the when the video got leaked that he uh, was wearing a gas mask hitting no, the that bomb. Was, that was
0: like Laramie lar- 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 Tunsil. Oh. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Another big guy. Yeah. Lar- oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah gonna, like, if something gonna, like, happens like someone's that, gonna some get, someone's going to get picked earlier than they expect and it's going to cut to their video feed and they're going to be like, <coughs> mm, uh, yes, mm-hmm. mm. I'm, I'm honored and uh, cause they weren't expecting to be picked so early. They're going to be yeah. like, in the middle of doing some.
1: Uh, yeah, they're like throwing it all together. <laughs> Anytime a wide receiver gets uh, gets a uh, it's tagged as a locker room guy, and they use the adjective scrappy.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, that's good.
0: The gamer.
1: Good. Mm. We can add that
0: one to the mix. Uh, what? Uh, like something about like uh, athletic? If 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 the word monster is used to describe someone.
1: Yeah. First one in the room, last one out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's got good. a whole
0: bag of tricks, bro. That's good. All right, let's move on. Um, you see that the NHL is, is potentially a, talking a July return with four or five stadiums, four or five arenas? That's perfect. that's that's right about the time I'm, I'm gonna be waking up. so I mean if I had to guess where that would be like where are there four or five arenas in close proximity maybe like Boston, New York, New Jersey or tonight like area. Yeah, no. It's got to be
1: up in the New England states. Canada,
0: Canada's spread far apart. You know, you wouldn't be able to do it there. Yeah. Um, I almost, I mean, because they didn't say they said they're going to use NHL sites. I know that there were some like proposed, uh, like Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, they say like North Dakota or something ridiculous. Yeah, or something like North like Dakota. Like- <laughs> you know, much? We and Gary Bettman said, "No, nah, we're going to do NHL uh, NHL arenas." But it's gonna be weird, like watching like a like a blues Blackhawks game on like at like the T V garden or something like that. Well actually It's gonna be there, like there the, won't be any blues Blackhawks games because we swept them this year and they're not making the playoffs. But That's right. But just had to throw that out there.
1: It'll be like the did you see that video that the blues posted? You're supposed to do like commentary, but they just posted like the raw like rank audio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna yeah. be like that. Like the oh, broadcasts right? are just gonna be like yeah, it's going to be cool. I mean, I'm you excited, hear people I, chirping.
0: Yeah, but like at the same time, it's going to be weird. <laughs> like, I feel like um, fans and, like, the momentum that is brought by having a loud crowd is, is so, is so I don't want to say so, so pivotal, but definitely plays a factor. And, I, again, oh. I don't want to, like, be one of those guys like, oh, the cup isn't as legit. But the, there's got to be some part of you, like, even if your team win, it, it it's
1: going to feel very different, you know? It's going to feel... Uh, Tyler Sagan, I think, I forgot who who he did an interview with, but he just said he thinks it would actually be more impressive to win this Stanley Cup because, like, every team is essentially getting, like, such a long rest that the playoffs are either going to be, he said they're either going to be, like, kind of like a slugfest or it's going to be, like, the best hockey we've ever seen because everybody wants to, like get back out there and give it everything they've got, you
0: know. Yeah, well cuz like I think there's definitely two camps on it. Like, you can say like oh, it'll be the best showcase of talent, but then you can say well then it doesn't take into account like the the grind that is associated Grind with of the it. season, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, cuz like I feel like a big part of the Stanley Cup and and why it's the hardest trophy to win in sports is you go from a 82 game se- uh, an 82 game regular season of, of probably the one of the most grueling sports there is to play and then you play 20, 30 games of that same sport but like the intensity is tripled pretty much it's definitely there's definitely going to be a a lacking in terms of like the the that grind but at the same time like you can then consider how you've we see players burn out in the playoffs like or how we see goalies burn out or or injuries build up and say oh what if what if this what if that so it's going to be it's going to be very unique in that sense that like we're we're going to be seeing a lot you know Full healthy rosters, really battling it out, grinding it out, and you could argue that that's the best, the best uh, display of skill. But at the same time, you know, part of that skill that it takes to win a Stanley Cup is the grind of the regular season and the playoffs. So there's definitely two, two, two camps that it could fall in, and I'm not really gonna take my place until we uh, find out what's officially gonna happen. Like, are they gonna finish the regular season a little bit? Are they? Gonna, is the playoffs gonna be shortened? Less teams, more teams? Who knows? I want a thirty-one team playoff. I think that would be fun. Oh my God, that'd <laughs> no, be insane. No, it's probably. I mean, I would rather there be less teams and seven games because, like, I feel like if you do like a best of five or a best of three, then then that would suck. I agree. That would kind of suck because because like we've all we've seen it how how much a momentum can change from a game one to a game seven. You know, we we went through two game sevens, uh, this past. Uh, playoff run, and and it definitely, you know, I don't think the I don't think the Blues would have won Game Seven if it wasn't Game Seven. You know, part of that whole the grinding, grueling, et cetera, et cetera, part of their uh, yeah. part of their style was wearing teams out over seven games. So you know, it could benefit benefit those uh, smaller, faster teams that can't withstand the, the physicality as much. The shorter series could benefit them for sure. I don't know
1: a lot of hypotheticals. And I, and I think the perfect. The example of that is Colorado right because I mean they're basically built as like a skill team offensive base like they're not really like a power grinded out team like the Blues are but if you get into like penalty trouble with them or anything like that or try and go into like a track meet with them you're going to lose nine times out of ten right but throughout the season they got smacked around and had a lot of injury trouble but now because of this break that none of that really matters and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming the guys are going to be 100% when we come back so yeah, it's going to be fun. I mean, the fact that the season is a marathon but this kind of this kind of break in it uh I throws know, a rift I also, throws like, a, a I
0: also feel like chemistry is a big part of it too, you know? I mean you're now you're going to be re for, for the in the blues case you're going to be reinserting uh, a dominant sniper into the lineup and vladimir tarasenko who hasn't played in months and months and months and the offense is used to operating without his goal scoring ability and obviously yeah it's great having a guy that came back but that's shifting around a lot of play times a lot of lines are getting shuffled around and it's going to be it's going to be like we saw it at the beginning of last season the, the cup winning season the chemistry was completely off for months and I feel like with a lot of these teams that either acquired guys at the deadline or dealing with injuries it's not just going to be like a completely fluid transition back to full speed hockey like there's going to be some some uh, some struggles and some missteps and honestly if, if if those if those struggles and missteps are games 1 and 2 of a playoff series then that's going to make for
1: some interesting hockey that yeah, really is uh, it's just it's the whole thing's gonna be very interesting to I me mean, yeah I can't yeah right, let's take one more short
0: break and then we'll uh and then we'll wrap things up some some closing thoughts some closing discussions
1: all right yeah, that, that's another thing i was thinking about too is like what what happens so like trade taylor hall at the deadline right and yeah. Now essentially you don't even get like they don't even get to like play with them, essentially.
0: Know, that's so, so like that's, that's so strange. that sucks so bad. That does suck. Like imagine put yourself in in I don't
1: know, like what's a good example of, of a huge, if we if we if Petrangelo said he wouldn't he wouldn't sign with us, so we traded him and tried to get like you know what I'm saying? Or like even like even like the
0: the Kevin Shattenkirk deal from a few years back. Like imagine imagine you're the Washington Capitals and you trade for like a really solid player who you know is only going to be there for the remainder of this season and a playoff run, but you give up some significant pieces to go along with it. So like let's say the Blues go out went out and added uh, I don't know who was available at the deadline. Uh, it feels like so long. There was some Taylor Hall talk. We can yeah, say Taylor so. Hall. Let's say the Blues went out and added Taylor Hall. Uh, and gave up, God forbid, like a Jordan Cairo and, and a bunch of uh, really solid picks. You know, as a Blues awesome. fan you're like, right? As a Blues fan, you're you're like, oh damn, like that that's that's hefty. But like, at least we get six months of Taylor Hall or whatever. Now all of a sudden, you maybe have, you know, a, a couple regular season games months later in a shortened playoff, and you feel like you never really got to properly implement that player, and you never really got to build up the chemistry, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's definitely gotta got rub some teams the wrong way. What about conditional I would, picks too? That would be livid. What about yeah. conditional picks? Like, let's say, let's say, whatever, someone has to advance past round two of the playoffs because that's a condition on, on on some of these picks, and then the playoffs get altered. What if round two is a lot easier to make, or you know, what if there's only eight teams and round two is is now all of a sudden the conference final? You know, it's definitely some some weird, weird things are going to have to happen. You know, it's not like, I mean, we're going to see changes for years to come. You know, this isn't going to, with the start of this season or the end of this season, going to inevitably delay the start of next season, which will delay the start of the season after that. Who knows? Who knows? We we, we could speculate all we want, but at the end of the day, it's the the changes are, are just, just beginning
1: to begin, for lack of a better word. Yep. It's going to be, it's, it, oh my, like everything's just like a domino effect, I feel like. And it's like, it's all kind of like crashing to the ground. It's well, weird. Who knows it's how weird.
0: long it'll be before we even get to watch these teams live again? You know, I, I would be, you know, it, it would make complete sense to wait till a vaccine comes out. That that seems like the logical way to do it. But the fact of the matter is, we might still be 10, 11, 12 months away from that. And then, you know,
1: another six months away from. who knows how long it's going to be? Then um, you gotta think about like the draft too is in there somewhere, but you can't really have the draft until like the playoffs are played. So you just keep draft pushing draft. off the draft, draft or In the middle of the season, like the season so standings,
0: like the MLB, that would days. be weird. Yeah, the MLB That's has true. A draft like in the middle of the season, and it's so it's it's so strange, um, and 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 also like you know, so it, there's a lot of I mean. It, that's what these guys get paid for, you know, like the Gary Batmans of the world. This is this is an actual test of his his commissioner ability, and so far, I think you know he's handled it to the best of his ability. Obviously, there's no real no nothing really we could be doing differently at this point. Um, no. But you know, it, it's one of those things where like maybe. Maybe we do play games at five arenas for the entire playoffs, and the playoffs are completely different from anything we know. And then the next season starts in December instead of October, and and we get rid of the bye week and the All Star Game and all that stuff. And who, who knows? I don't know. Know? Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen talk about just getting rid of the All Star Game. Um, it's all that sort of Sucks thing so just, uh, it would suck but I mean hey at least it wasn't this year at least, at least St. Louis uh, we, we snuck one in there <laughs> I mean don't forget um, <clears throat> next next Winter Classic is supposed to be Blues and Wild and that is true who knows if that's even going to happen I, I, I would be surprised to see you know in in eight months uh, a packed football stadium watching a hockey game it just seems so foreign to me like uh, you know, it's. I haven't seen a, me- a member that a person that isn't in my immediate family in now to almost two months. Uh, how am I? Get, how am I expected to? You know, I, n- not to mention full sporting events. It's very strange. Very strange. It's gonna be weird, like hanging out with the boys again. Like being like, how do we? How do we interact with oh in person? What? What is? What? What? How does this work? You know, like, my buddies have already
1: talked about like the second quarantine gets lifted and like the vaccines out and everything and we can like actually see each other again without like contracting the coronavirus we're just yeah. going to get absolutely tossed <laughs> well
0: yeah yeah it's 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 weird it's it's definitely it's definitely a, like a thing that we would never thought we'd have to think about like hey how are we going to go from uh a literal quarantine for what might and what's now been going on two months almost to re reimmersing ourselves in society, you know, I, <laughs> I spent I spent twenty years immersing myself in society. I was just starting to get it, and now you're, <laughs> and now you're throwing this big so
1: true, though. yeah. You're I literally had, was just starting to get things figured. I'm like I'm like oh uh, that's, that's I tri- I tried it I tried it I didn't like it very much. But now that it's stripped from me, I want it back.
0: I'm like oh that's how you do laundry. Oh okay. <laughs> Uh, I was just starting to like.
1: You know, yeah. yeah, I
0: was just starting to like get things figured out, and like you know, I am not saying I could survive on my own, but like if you if you toss me in a in a you know what I'm gonna have next year a two bedroom apartment for six months like adjacent to my campus like I was about ready at the point where I'm like okay I can figure out how to pay rent and and you know interact with landlords and adult a little bit and now I'm like hey how do I drive my car?
1: <laughs> how do I drive my car? You start like cruising with both feet on the pedals. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs>
0: you got a system going. I have not driven my car since I've been home. I have had no reason to. And at this oh, point, it's almost, like, it's almost like a game. Like the other day, my mom was like, "Hey, Josh, you want to go pick up the takeout?" My dad's like, "No, no, no, I'm gonna do it. He's gonna keep up his streak of of not leaving the house." So I'm like, "Hell yeah!" But I have, I, yeah, it, it, it's so weird. Like it, the my, I mean, this is you know my dream, laying in bed all day and. Yeah, playing video games and watching YouTube, but it's also like, wait, hey, that 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 small part of me that enjoys it's bored
1: fast. yeah,
0: yeah, I'm I'm bored already. I want to go to work. How as crazy as that sounds? I want to go to work. I want to see my friends. I want to go to school. I want to go to class.
1: I want to learn face to face. Oh my god, dude. Dude, I haven't even... Like everyone that i talked to about these Zoom classes has been like, yeah, my grades are terrible right now. i and have, like, I just don't care. <laughs>
0: five, I have five classes and only one of them is even like teaching anything right now. The rest of them are just like, here's the rest of the curriculum for the year, finish the assignments at your leisure, whatever. And then one of my classes is actually like still happening. Like we still have weekly, weekly meetings and stuff. But the rest of my classes, I just have not heard a word from my professors since this began. They're like, yep, you have assignments due on these dates. Uh, Here's the link to the textbook. Enjoy. Uh, You know, it's, it's, I feel a little, I feel a little gypped. I feel, I feel like this is uh, not, this is not where my tuition, I mean, I'm not, not that I'm fully paying you right now, but like, you know, this, the the student loans in a couple of years, uh, having those come as a result of one Zoom class.
1: That's stupid.
0: I don't know about that. I don't know. All I know is my, my, me and my buddies are talking. We already leased an apartment for next year, so God forbid, worst case scenario, we do Zoom classes for fall semester. We're just moving into our to our off campus apartment, anyways, and just tearing it up. Yeah. While, we, while we sit around with online classes, but ugh, I don't know, man. It sucks. College is like meant to be the best four four years of your life, and now I'm losing potentially half of that if the fall semester is the same thing.
1: Yeah, and it feels like it feels like an extreme version of like there's like I think there's something called like seasonal depression or whatever whenever it's like winter and you have to like stay inside because it's like yeah below freezing temperatures you know it's like that times like a thousand because it's nice outside so you can like go in your backyard and like minimal stuff but like you can't go like swimming with your friends you can't go like really out to the park like near people you can't like interact with people it's just oh, it sucks so bad
0: the toughest thing for me has been watching all of these all of these dates pass of like Things that I wouldn't be doing, where this not had happened, like you know, a couple weeks after I was supposed to go to the the Blues Caps game in D.C. Um, there's the music festival on my campus This uh, is every year that's coming up. And my me and my girlfriend's one year anniversary was a FaceTime dinner. You know, all these things that just, I just I was seeing that I'm I was like you know at the beginning of this I'm like oh yeah we'll we'll you know I was talking to my girlfriend I'm like oh yeah we'll see each other on the 18th we'll see each other in a month and then like the date gets closer and closer and it's like okay yeah we will FaceTime on that day. And it's just like, you know, nothing we can do about it. We just have to kinda of sit back and wait. At your yeah. yeah, sit back and wait and just be like, Alright, it's over when it's over. I'll see you maybe in a month, maybe in six months. Who knows? I don't know, man. I don't know. We could go on for we could go on for hours about this. But hey, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying doing the podcast. It's it's one of the one of the few constants that's remained in my life. So. A
1: little dose of
0: sanity. Yeah, really, I mean <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I would call this sanity. <laughs> no, hearing your hearing your lovely voice three days a week, Tommy, it, it's kept me it's kept me it's kept me going. <laughs> and I hope I uh, hope all the listeners I'm home, my best. hope all the listeners at home uh, can say the same. I know we've gotten a little bit of feedback that we that people are, are grateful that we're still pushing out content uh, in a time like this, and we we are getting all your messages. We appreciate that as well. You know, we're we're having fun with it. We're trying our best. Some episodes are better than others, but uh, we actually I like the it. Discord is nice. Oh it yeah. sounds a lot better than yeah, Skype, bro. If you guys have noticed, um, we uh, two weeks ago, I want to say we switched over to discord instead of skype uh and it's made the editing process for me a whole lot easier and listening to it back listening to it back the sound quality is a lot higher i know there was some feedback that our sound quality was 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 a little rough uh we've been trying to figure that out and we've been struggling with the three people uh it makes it difficult but we we switch over to discord one day and it's not perfect um but it's i think it's a whole lot better and um you know if you guys have noticed that if you're still listening go ahead and uh let us know on Twitter too if, if you guys can notice a difference because uh, we're definitely we're definitely pretty happy with it. That being said, Tommy, you got anything else to add? We're we're at we're at a good point to end this one.
1: Uh, no, that's all I got. I'm excited for the draft tonight. Excited to see what the reigning Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs, will add to their to their impressive roster. Should be a fun one. Yeah, I'm I'll probably see. be live tweeting it. So if you guys want to interact, yeah, I'm join in. See
0: whatever the Pats have up their sleeve, if anything. Uh, let's, I'm talking a lot about trading up let's hope I mean, I wouldn't would be surprised pull, see Bill, be- Bill Belichick uh, really put all his cards on the table something that they haven't had to do in a long time you know, picking oh. 30, 31, 32 for the past 20 years uh, there's, they finally have a chance to make some noise so who knows if Bill Belichick is just going to sit in his hands and be stubborn about it or actually try to compete next year if there is a next year who knows that being said thank you guys yeah. so much for listening Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Locked On Blues. Uh, stay inside, wash your hands, stay safe, be smart, all that stuff. Get your mailbag questions in for tomorrow's episode. We got a gauntlet between me and Joey. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Should be fun, I say sarcastic. Hook up some questions that yeah, you yeah, probably yeah. So won't like. That'll be fun. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, let's go, Blues.